Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. I am your host, Bitcoin Stylist, and today is my crypto market summary and things to look forward to. So <clears throat> the reason why I wanted to do this episode like this today is because I don't really uh, take a time to like really tell you like where my head's at and what I'm thinking. Like I kind of integrated into the stories, uh, but you know, I watch and listen to hours of podcasters, YouTubers, journalists, and and even mainstream media, and they're and they're basically like all kind of like saying the same thing, and it kind of is sounding a little redundant now. And um, you know, I'm I'm constantly looking for new information and new perspectives, and uh, to really kind of get my fingers on or my thumbs on the my fingers on the pulse of of what's going on in crypto, and uh, I've found that. I found that we really, really largely kind of slowed down and um, and there's really not like a lot of new stuff to talk about <clears throat> in terms of where the market is going. Uh, there's only really, you know, that's why I've been focusing. If you notice, like a lot of my focus is on, you know, what's the latest in regulation? Well, regulation doesn't move that fast, so there's not a lot of updates all the time. And sometimes the updates are pretty insignificant. So if it's not a significant update, I probably won't even report on it. And I also like to report on on the latest developments in the industry, like uh, <coughs> like what different companies are getting in involved with crypto, and uh, what type of infrastructure is being built. You know how is how is the space building like technically and fundamentally and through and through business relationships uh what 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 mainstream big names are getting into crypto or actually like like Mercedes-Benz I reported they're they're using uh Polygon Matic and they're setting up a way to scan their data points and make NFTs and sell them so that they can organize efficiently and have transactions and the record of all that all in one place and it's very efficient it's fast and it's not expensive for them <coughs> and um yeah so i like to see more of those projects so anytime something like that comes up i feel like that's super important and and that is the type of stuff that just go that just proves the adoption phase cycle i also want to keep it real and not just be shilling crypto and i don't want people out there thinking that all oh, i i just think that you know you should go and buy this you should go buy that and i don't really I don't really do that. Um, I might tell you what I'm buying, what I like. And when I'm reporting about a certain coin, it's because they're doing something interesting, like Helium, for example, creating the decentralized internet uh, service and a decentralized mobile carrier. You know, what does that look like? How does that work? You know, I did a little dive into how does it work? And I also updated you on, on the deal that they made. So anyway, I just want to point out something here is that I... I consume so much information, but I kind of feel like I'm getting tired of it because it's the same crap all the time. <coughs> inflation. We know inflation is here. Interest rates. Interest rates keep going up. Unemployment. Unemployment hasn't gone up. And the Fed is going to keep raising interest rates as long as inflation is high. And if unemployment comes in strong, then that's just going to be another reason for them to raise the rates. So are they going to stop raising rates? And if they don't, why do you care if you're in crypto? Why do you care about the interest rate the Federal Reserve is, is is doing? Well, why do you care about energy and food shortages when it comes to crypto? Why do you care that World War Three is looming over everyone's head? And, you know, hopefully, God willing, that does not happen. You know, God save us. But 
you know, there's still that creates that energy and food shortage with what's happening over in Ukraine. And I'm not, we're not even going to like talk about China and Taiwan. That's that is uh, mostly from what I understand, not a if, but a when. So I'm not even going to talk about it because that's just going to incite fear, uncertainty and doubt. And then we have the China zero COVID policy, which is screwing up supply chains all over the world. So unless one of those things or a combination of those things stop, I think we're going to keep hearing the same thing all the time. Oh, my gosh. Inflation. Oh, my gosh. Energy prices. Oh, my gosh. Where's going to recession? You know, these things are important, but I don't know that they're they're like crypto media, you know, but they are because crypto is so heavily tied with macro. Why are they? Why is it so? Are and and the markets? Why is it so heavily correlated with the markets? You know, I get these questions asked all the time. Well, uh, I heard um, the guys from Crypto Banter once say that they think that it's because there's so much institutional money. You know, since 2020, how do you think we went from under a trillion to over three trillion dollar market cap in crypto? Well, it wasn't retail investors just getting in there. There was like people getting in with sophisticated leverage and products and stuff. You know, maybe they weren't as super sophisticated. I don't know. I don't have a judgment on that. But what I do know is that there's a lot more institutional players, Wall Street types, money people that have gotten into crypto in a big way, whether that's starting a fund, investing their own money or, or starting a company in it, starting a business. So... So really what I, I, the argument is that with all that Wall Street money, all that Wall Street and all those financial uh, traditional finance people getting into it, they traditionally have had two two types of investing strategies, risk on, risk off. So if you're in a risk on a category, uh, environment, then you're you can invest in crypto, but crypto is considered a risk off asset to these traditional finance people i mean i wouldn't argue with them and say that crypto is not risky then i'd be then i'd really be blowing smoke up your you know what so so really we're in a risk off environment until we go risk on i don't see how crypto is going to have its day in the sun and even when we go risk on is that going to be a sustainable rally if we see one if we see one i think that we need some sort of regulations to be passed. So <clears throat> on that note, you got uh, crypto markets and crypto assets, which is MICA or, or, or Mika, some people say, M-I-C-A. And that is a comprehensive crypto bill in the European Union. It is expected to be solidified and put onto the registry for 2023. <clears throat> and I guess that's like a warning uh, to all, like a notice to all businesses and individuals in the space to say, hey, this law goes in effect in 2024. We got the next Bitcoin halving in 2024. We have the U.S. <clears throat> the U.S. is most likely not going to pass any legislation before the next election, which is like, what, I'm not even, a, what, a month away? You know, not even. So, yeah, about a month, somewhere around a month away. So what does that mean? What is it, like four weeks, four or five weeks away? Uh, so until we until we get through the election, I don't think that they're going to pass any bills and i think that they're going to go super lame duck uh from election to <clears throat> the inaugural the turnover of power just because at the election in november that's when you decide who's taken over in january <clears throat> so then january and then all the new members come in and 
<laughs> and then when all the new members come in and then they're like, oh, let's look at what we got on the dockets, you know, and uh, and the, the old members that were already there that are still there. They're like, oh, well, this is what we had on the dockets. Well, on docket is a very <clears throat> comprehensive crypto bill and it is largely viewed as friendly. Oh, and by the way, the the European Union bill is largely being viewed as friendly from the crypto people that I that I pay attention to and I listen to and all the news that I listen to and the research that I do. I'm hearing that it all sounds pretty positive. I mean, in the U.S., we got a president that is appointing anti-crypto people to heads of financial <clears throat> regulatory positions like the Fed, the SEC, the IMF, or the, the Treasury. <gasps> Sorry, I got... Allergies are killing me today. But so you got you got an, a president giving anti-crypto stuff to people. Uh, or sorry, giving these jobs to anti-crypto people. And then he says, go do some research for me and come back with some some ideas for rules. You know, I don't want those people being the ones that decide. Everyone's like, oh, great. A president, uh, an executive order. Yeah. Just because it gets it legitimized in the mainstream. But I'm sorry, but I am way too uh, skeptical about the government being able to say we're going to let this crypto thing that was born out of a sense of getting around the banks and the government. And so I'm very skeptical. Uh, I, if we can get some rules of the road and we can do something like what Europe has done, but maybe even friendlier, if we can get this uh, Loomis Gillibrand uh, Act passed. You know, maybe then uh, I think at that point you'll have. So how long will that take? Let's just say hypothetically these these. These bills are good. The bill is good. <clears throat> the bill is good for EU. It doesn't go into effect in until 2024. I would imagine that a bill would probably take another six months. So like, you know, spring, early summer before something's passed, you know, maybe or sooner, depending on. I don't know, you know, like just based on what I've seen happen. So we're looking at like I'm looking at. Six months from now, earliest, but maybe not until end of next year <clears throat> before you can see some real changes. So that'll just give a we're just talking about the rules of the road for crypto, right? So, like, what is so anyway? Yeah, that's as I was saying, the rules of the rules of the road for crypto in Europe and America will be in the US, sorry, will be very, very positive for crypto. It, but is that enough to take us? to new heights in terms of price. You know, I would argue that we shouldn't be focused on price and that's because of the timeline for regulation. But guess what? What about all that other stuff that I was just talking about? What about the inflation, the interest rates, the unemployment, the energy and food shortages, World War III looming, China's zero COVID policy? What about all that stuff? What about the risk on category? When do we go into risk on? I think when one of those other macro environments, macro stuff, change when does that happen well if you paying attention to the news at all then you would know that that is not does like i am still like seeing a lot of a lot of the you know the the talking heads like this the floating head <laughs> uh talking heads and uh the fine heads of finance like jp morgan uh i mean sorry jamie diamond from jp morgan just came out and said he thinks we'll be in a recession in six to nine months six months Dude, the market just cracked in super half, like more than half, even in a regular market, not just crypto. So 
if we still have room, if we still have time before uh, a recession, a quote recession unquote happens, then I would, I would, I would speculate that we're going to see lower lows. Unless you think crypto is going to decouple from the markets, maybe Bitcoin, but I don't think that that it's 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 time yet. I still think it's super early in the in in the adoption cycle. I think that I don't think that you can expect decoupling from the market, like true decoupling from the market, until there are regulatory guidelines, like legislation that has been passed, so that institutional investors can feel safe with their money putting into crypto. And until we get the institutional money, the sovereign wealth funds, until we get that money into crypto, I just. I just I don't know. I just think that you're going to have some tons of volatility. You know, you'll have less volatility once those people get in. That's my theory. All right. So you've heard it right here. My theory is we get we get regulation that's friendly to the space and that's up for debate. But as long as we could continue to innovate and there's no banning of things like Bitcoin or proof of work mining and. And we figure out this whole like whether it's a security and regulated by the SEC. I mean, this is ridiculous that we're in this point that like it's so ridiculous. It's actually disgusting and a disgrace as a nation and a regulatory agencies that they're able to operate the way they are. And the fact that there are so many people out there losing money constantly because there is no regulation. Like there's so many scams and so much stuff. So I would argue that some type of laws will help not only pave the way for institutional money, but will also also help help at least create some some sense of 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 um I don't know like the industry getting kind of cleaning up its act a little bit. I could be wrong about that and I'd love to hear from you. Um but that's my that's my theory. <clears throat> my theory is we need macro environmental stuff to improve. We need legislation to in the US. We need the UE stuff to pass and and then we see where it goes. In the meantime, what I'm seeing in the background is CBDCs being built up. And I see I see Chainlink teaming up with Swift. And Swift is what the messaging system that the banks use. And they're trying to connect it to, to, to blockchain. So I don't know if that just completely cuts out all of the projects that are out there right now. You know, some people love to say it's too big. It's not going anywhere. I don't know. China banned it. They didn't think it was too big not to go anywhere. So I don't know. That's what I think. I am not. I, I, I if you look at my the money, all where my money is, you would think that I have no doubt that crypto is going to be big. But as a person that's reporting, reporting news and updates, I feel it's important to let you know, like the things that worry and keep me up at night, because this is what it is. <clears throat> so what do you think? You know, do you think that? We're going to be in risk on territory. Do you think that there's going to be decoupling from the market? How long do you think that'll take? I really don't want to have a lot of conversations about the macro environment changing until we see signs that it's changing. You know, so so I think I'm just going to stick to keeping you up to date with regulation, with new new partnerships, new investments, you know, oh, EDX markets that's being created by Citadel, Goldman Sachs and Fidelity, like that kind of news is really really interesting because these companies are traditional finance that are that are creating creating companies that are going to take on the likes of Coinbase and Binance and FTX. You know that is real news. However, like that is not moving the needle. So nothing that happens in crypto 
in my opinion, is going to move the needle. You might see some bounces, but they will not be long-lived and they will not be sustainable until we're in a risk-off category. Now, don't forget, this is not financial advice. You're supposed to do your own research and uh, take what I say as entertainment and you can use this, <clears throat> use this stuff to figure out what you think. But I'm telling you what I think. And what I think is, at best case scenario, we have some sort of relief in interest rates hiking and relief in inflation. Unemployment doesn't go down extremely. And uh, we solved some sort, we figure out some sort of solution to the energy crisis that's plaguing Europe. <clears throat> And, and uh, the food shortages, I don't know. But if we can figure out the energy side of things, and maybe maybe by next, I don't know, October, November, maybe something is happening. Maybe. Maybe we do have to wait till 2024. Now, what should we do? I also listened to another interview, and this guy was saying uh, to dollar cost average, if you're not a sophisticated investor like myself, and uh, you're not out there ready to go up against the Wall Street types who are in the game right now, who are shorting certain positions and longing other positions and leveraging this and doing like if you don't want to compete against people who sit behind their desk and went to school and trained to trade on a regular basis, if you don't want to be that person, because I don't, then the recommendation that I'm taking was to dollar cost average. But think about how long you think this is going to last. And I would definitely say, and, and they're definitely saying more than six months. So like, let's say six months to a year or one year, one to two years. So if you think to yourself, okay, two years is a lot. I think that we'll be in a better position in two years. You got to be prepared to say we're going to be in a better position in the world in two years. You know, we can't think of this as U.S. only. We can't think of the, this as a global asset class. And it is being hampered by risk off investing. We are not a risk off category. Crypto is a risk category. So I don't see that changing anytime soon. Unless there's some wild, crazy event that all these people think that that the Fed is all of a sudden going to start dropping rates and, and, and flooding the markets with cash. And then you could see the prices go up, I guess. But um, but would they really be going up or are you just uh, are you just maintaining your value in crypto? I don't know. And, you know, that's a whole conversation for another day. But that I don't believe that. I just think that you're better. I'm better off investing a little bit at a time. But instead of stretching it out over the next two to three months, which is what I was going to do, uh, stretching it out over the next 12 months. And so instead of buying a little bit every day, maybe I buy a little bit every week. And so that's what I'm doing. What are you doing? What are you how are you allocating your money? And uh, do you agree or disagree with anything I've said? Do you think that we are waiting for risk off a risk off environment? Or do you think that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about? And pretty soon. Prices are going to the moon. Let me know. Leave a comment below. Have a good day. Hot along.